0: All right, we'll see you later. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, right.
1: so, well, what's your <laughs> life <in which laughs> aspiration? Yeah, what's your greatest aspiration in life? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're already
2: laughing because the started rolling. Our our people. Kayla Coney, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Um, so, we're going to start by talking about life aspirations. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. an inside joke. No. But, um, Kayla, things have been changing. You always seem to be out front. Um, what are you thinking about this year as you approach the show? And you're kind of like walking the floor on day one
1: so for us it's going to be a lot about building loyalty and continuing to build that loyalty within our dealerships so any tools that allow us to do that by using our own data usually in order to build that loyalty and make our salespeople sound a little more informed and our advisors sound more informed as well when you
2: say sound more informed what do you mean
1: you shouldn't be calling a customer and not understanding how many times they visited you. You shouldn't be calling a customer and not understanding that they have a massive bill service or that they haven't been to visit you in a really long time or that they're a defector or whatever that might be. Man, it wouldn't
0: it be nice? I so I you know, I'm, i have a couple hotel programs like where I've stayed. A, I'm sure you guys same type yeah. of things, right? And every time I hotels have this great and the hospitality always does, right? You go in, Boy, you important. check in and they just say, "Hey, Thank you so much for being a, a loyal member of, of ours for four years, seven years, whatever it may be, right? Like even just that little thing, it's not much. It's only one data point, but it means so much to me. I think we could, as an industry, at least find one way to say thank you.
1: Yeah, right? we talk a lot to our service advisors, especially in sales about just saying, welcome back. Like I don't need you to give them a dissertation on everything that they've done with us. Welcome just back, say Mr. welcome back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know
0: when, like, we're sitting here talking about marketing. We got David from Stream, and one of the things that I think our industry has just been, like, riddled with, is the fact that we spend so much money on net new customer acquisition. Yeah. And it is always a losing proposition. Because you've got Stream Company and 38 other marketing companies, all pointing like laser guns at every single customer that's quote unquote in market, trying to gain net new customers for a dealership that has how many thousands of records sitting in there? 10, 20, 30 in some cases. Some
1: of them are even right, with email addresses and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding.
0: (laughs) So how, like this partnership, I'm sure if you're thinking about that, you're probably challenging this partnership with, how to be marketing not just to net new because we still yeah. need to acquire customers. We know that loyalty is at an all time yeah. so we're going to be able to take advantage of that but how are you making sure that that's integrated into every single piece of what you're doing in a marketing world?
1: Yeah, so we, um, what you spoke about is one of my like biggest banes in life, like why do we pay for the same customer over and over and over again, mm-hmm. like where's the loyalty piece? Um, I've been with stream companies for seven years now, which is Loyal. crazy. Loyal. Yes. There's loyalty built right there. That even exists um, in this
2: industry, isn't that amazing? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. Um, but a lot of the things that we do together allow us to utilize our data, we use our full throttle tool as well, to kind of synchronize what we're doing. I think as dealers, we do a really bad job of taking care of customers after the sale. Like, why aren't we giving them regular touch points? Why aren't we helping them schedule their service appointments? Like, why aren't we providing that type of information to them? Why aren't we saying, hey, you've had your car for four years, and usually this is when we see people trade in. Like, hey, you just hit the 100,000 mile mark. Have you thought about that? And utilizing the data allows us to do that in a way that's not creepy or weird. It's just helpful. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. How are you leveraging, like, technology and your people resources to make sure that that's possible?
3: Yeah, and I think one of the things when we were thinking about building technology was not thinking about it from the agency utility or the dealer utility, but thinking about the customer first. Mm. And I think a lot of times in our industry, people don't think about the customer first. So we build a platform that allows you know the, the dealer or the brand to provide value to the customer on an ongoing basis. Basis. I know it sounds you know very elementary, but think about you get your bank statement, you get your your Marriott statement, um, and it builds loyalty, right? You want to say you want to see your point balance go up yep. and all these things. So, we built what we call the vehicle wallet, which provides a monthly communication to every customer via via email that is it's dynamic, meaning it builds intuitively based on where you are at. In the life cycle, so instead of getting a birthday email, you're due for service. You're in a, in an equity spot. Next thing you know, the dealership's blasting seven emails out to the customer within two days From three
2: different platforms.
3: Yes, yeah. we provide you know one one vehicle wallet statement that'll say, "Happy birthday, Mister Customer." Uh, by the way, um, your health score is, is your health grade for your car is a C. That's because you haven't been in to service for you know nine nine months, yeah. um, and by the way, you know you're you know three months left on your lease. Putting all that information into one message that provides value to the consumer. Yeah, because they all want to know that. It's not like they don't want to. It's the second
1: largest asset. And we don't give them a good way to track what that asset is worth. And then we expect our sales teams to magically hit this brilliant moment when they're ready to (laughs) trade in. And so when we utilize this tool, they even tell us if they've sold it. We have customers call Uh, in and be like, how do I get this car off? I don't have it anymore because they can't figure out how to click the button. I mean, and if it doesn't come, they get mad.
3: So one of the... Most brilliant things that uh, a, a mall on the full throttle side built was he's like if we provide enough value to the customer, they will give us the information. Nice. So in the vehicle wallet, you can update your own vehicle information. So you can say, "Hey, I've I've already I sold this. I don't own this car anymore." Or by the way, here's my I'm, mileage. Um, yeah, here's my right mileage. Or I'm servicing at the you know local. Yeah. Tire shop, and I'm not servicing to with you the dealer. But yeah, and, and by the way, you build trust. That's it, what the, that's. It, that's it. It. It's all about building trust with with the consumer, which I think again, we're about this industry is about selling the next car. Mm-hmm. But it would be a lot easier to sell the next car if we built value with that customer. Over well, It goes right
2: back to Kyle's initial point: spending so much money for net new customers when it takes this much to keep the customer, but it takes a lot of intentionality, mm-hmm. right? That's the trade off. Yeah. It's money versus intentionality. And let's face it, when we're living in 30 day cycles, money sometimes is a lot easier to spend than time and intentionality, especially coming out of two years when there's been a lot of money to spend. Yeah, And so it does seem like this season where everyone's realizing profits are drying up or going back, normalizing a little bit, that intentionality might go a lot, a lot longer and dealer, dealers might be more you know, ready to give it some intentionality versus just throwing
3: another, you know, check on it. I have, you walk into my office, I have a couple Henry Ford quotes. And my my favorite one is, you know, if I listen to the customer being the dealer in this case, I would have built a faster buggy right. versus building, building a car. So the way that I we,
0: think I've heard that quote seven times in two days. I feel
3: like it's the theme of
0: this NADA. Yeah. But,
3: but I think Isn't what, that nuts? It, it really is. But I think it's really about the customer and where things are going versus, hey, I'm trying to get 1% better. No, let's get let's get 50% better. Let's get 100% better. And the way to do that is providing value to the customer.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I, over the last year, uh, when used car values were very high, right?
2: I just got a bunch of values from my car. One car I don't even have anymore. Um, but I wanted went to Carvana. I'm like, let me see how this thing works. I still get emails. I've never told them I don't have the car. I don't even know how to do it. Right? But there's something about, it's like almost like looking at a stock after you sold it. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, and now I see what the Kia Telluride's worth. Oh, it went up, it went yeah. down. But there's some little end, like fact that I haven't like unsubscribed because I still like getting that email. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Once for a car sold. Actually, one is for a car I still have that I'm intending to keep it. Yeah. Because there's value there, right? Yeah. To you. There's enough value there that I'm willing to have it in my inbox and just be like, because I even see the value in the header. So I don't even have to open the email. And I yeah. think
1: for the Richmond Ford Auto Group, like we're all about like, how do we treat our guests? We don't even call them customers. Like how do we treat our guests? Love that. How do we build this family? Like how do we build loyalty? And this tool fit really well into that. So it was almost like a seamless integration when we started informing our teams, like, hey guys, it's not 30 day cycles in a customer's mind. Like we need to be there to assist them in the research phase. We need to be able to assist them afterwards. And that's what a lot of the insight we get from full throttle, because it'll kind of show you what the shopper life cycle is. And it's so cool to see that. And then you also encourage your salespeople because you know, which ones are in market. So it's not cold calls and they sound informed and the customer's waiting for them in a way. And it's it's really nice. Yeah. It's It's a benefit. Yeah. Kayla,
0: David, I love this partnership. You can tell, there's like a lot of synergy and there's challenge in it and you are really caring for the customer. So thanks for joining us today and yeah. just hanging out talking about Absolutely. like how we serve in the industry. Yeah,
1: cool. Thanks guys. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks guys.
3: Thank you. Now on our greatest aspirations. <laughs>